Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys, a podcast of four friends with better friends who love professional wrestling. I'm Derek. I'm Cream Sack. <laughs> oh my god. I'm Cream Zach. I'm Cream I'm Creamsicle Dream. Cream Vins. Um and Matt is busy creaming, so he can't be here with us today. Um he got that COVID cream. Oh, he doesn't have COVID, he got the vaccine cream. That's what he mm-hmm. got. He got the special cream version of the vaccine. <laughs> the the, the cream. <laughs> I didn't know it came like in a topical like that, but they're getting wild. Yeah, they're Thanks just the weed industry trying everything. Yeah, it's <sighs> actually it's mixed in with a bottle of weed lube. Yeah, and ass cream. That's oh. been coming up in conversation is the ass cream from back in the day. Ass Dan. And my two kids look just like Gastan. Multiple times this season uh, in in Major League Baseball, the AL West um, standings, if you put all the hats together, spell out ass hat. (laughs) That gave me such a good laugh. Also, I'm paying a lot more attention to baseball this year because the show is finally on Xbox. And so I just started playing the show. I'm like, baseball. (laughs) Nice. I'm sure there is not crossplay for that game. That's way too big a game. Yeah, I was gonna say if there was, that'd be cool because I'd get it and we could play games <laughs> against each other. Mariners versus the Mariners. <laughs> um, we are a professional wrestling podcast on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Uh, check it out. Go to jizz.biz if you're nasty, and we know you are cream, f- cream, cream team. <laughs> you're gonna say cream fucks? <laughs> I was. <laughs> you creamy fucks. Yo, you bunch of creamy fucks. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, me talking to frozen treats. There's a bunch of bunch of cool shows on there. Um, there's backlogs. Uh, there's shows. Uh, check out Zach on uh, Chew Bubblegum and Kick Ass in like six weeks because they release like they record episodes real early. Uh, smart, very smart to do. Mm. If we can well, we have something where it's not like an episodic thing. Oh yeah, like the longest running episodic TV show. With- yeah. An eavesdrop history, us. I think <laughs> us. I I would assume so. There, there's one that was like similar to us. Maybe roasted games or one, like one of those. Like, well, and I mean, Full Metal Brewer was going on before. Yeah. So that yeah. I mean that might be different. Well, so were we. Yeah. yeah. So were we. We were there before, and God damn it, we'll be there after. Yeah. When I when I, then when now I checked, forever. we were up there. Uh, we were like first or second in episode count like, when I checked a long time ago. Um, also, we've got something special coming for you. Coming for you. for you. Um, we're gonna jizz. So, you know what? Just keep an eye on our, uh, on our socials and, uh, the, uh, the, uh, um, the What a Maneuver the page. The What a Maneuver <laughs> yeah. page. Bit.ly slash Russell Boys merch, I think. Yeah, correct. Merch. I thought it was Merch Boys. Merch it's Boys. Both. I own both. <laughs> I couldn't decide I'm, which joke I like better, so I did both. 
<laughs> it, it is on. Go, just go there, and you'll see what it is when it's released. It'll be a while, but you know what? I'm just gonna say it. So, yeah. In the meantime, buy a shirt. It's a cool shirt. It's a comfy shirt. I'm out. I've, 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 um, I don't have mine anymore, and I miss them. They're very good and comfy. The hoodie was a work of art. Um. Okay. Should we talk about wrestling? No. Uh, nah. I mean, I guess. All right. Honestly, this was the first wrestling I have watched since WrestleMania. I kind of took a little break. I did. I did as well. So, uh, I'm like easing my way back into it. Um, Raw, Raw, Raw sucked, right? Oh, Raw's been a fucking atrocious lately. Mm -hmm. It has just been so bad, and I don't think anybody cares about like Braun being like for whatever reason is put into this fucking match with. Bob and Drew. Yeah, it's so like he can lose. And then there's the surrogate fucking feud with uh fucking T Bar and Mace. Which at least now like they're not wearing masks, so Yeah, they're unmasked and they're like are they like getting paid by uh wow, I forgot his name. MVP? MVP? Montel Vontavius Porter. Yeah. Except like that MVP would want Drew to win that match. I don't know what was happening. Yeah. It makes no sense. Uh, it's just stuff. It's just bad. Like mm. like the I wouldn't I don't even want this, but the closest thing I can think to me maybe liking some a possible angle is that they actually are working for Braun. <laughs> like and just have a big dude faction. Because, like, okay, how big the three of them are, would be together. I'd fuck with a big dude faction. Big Beef Boys. Yeah, they called, fucking call them the Beef Boys. Mm-hmm. And especially, like, having Dijak in there to, like, be able to, like, work. Like, do you know? moves and Yeah, like, stuff. if they let him, like, actually work like that, um, that could be sick. Yeah, honestly, I'd be into that. Um, But, though, they're still doing... I mean, they could even still do the train gimmick. Choo-choo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One's a conductor, one's the engineer, one's the uh, the, the ticket um. guy. <laughs> That's what T-Bar means. It's the ticket bar. Oh, yeah. no. No, it is. He's the bartender. Oh. Ooh. Uh, the the train. Car. The T's for train. Train bar. Train bartender. <laughs> yeah. Train bartender. <laughs> um, okay. Is that all we need to talk about for bro? Um, no. Okay. Um, um RK Bro. RK Bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Matt Who would have guessed that Randy Orton would be the non problematic member of this faction? <laughs> <laughs> so this is really like fucking wild because like it started out like the the feud started because Matt Riddle was just annoying him and he wanted a match against him. And then he lost to Matt Riddle. Sorry, Riddle. And now they're like teaming. But it, apparently Orton is the one that requested to work with them and like signed off on it. Like he gets like that kind of pool. And so they changed going from sh- like with Sheamus and like Riddle just keeping that feud, which was fine. It was a good feud. Like they're just hitting each other for real. And I'm cool with that. Um, and now they're doing this. And I wouldn't be surprised if they end up winning the tag titles. And then like Orton turns on him or mm-hmm. 
Has, this is my head. Mm-hmm. They should have Riddle turn on him. Have Riddle be the heel. Ooh. Because like, imagine like this character, but then he just turned up like him being an asshole. Like, oh, yeah, it'd be like RVD in, in ECW. Yeah, it's like he's a stoned, annoying fucker, but like he's also kind of like, kind of insults you. And you're just like, wait a second, is that, is that an insult? I can't tell from this guy. And like, honestly, it, it can quite go far, but by having this, you could tell that they're they're putting a lot of stock with Riddle. Like they are very yeah. happy with him and he re-signed and he's probably going to be champion like in the next year or two. <laughs> yep. Mm. Um, but it's cool that Randy, like, I don't know. They're both very competent wrestlers. So, and has Randy ever had the tag titles? Yeah. Oh, okay. Radar, I mean, quite a few times. actually. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Our radar KO. I'm sure that at some point he was a come, like usually it was Batista and, um, flair as the tag team, but okay. I sure that Randy had the titles at some point. I okay. Mean, yeah. Rated RKO is one I think I, I go to, but he may have been like, he didn't hold him up like legacy. Cause he was the, like the world champion and the legacy fuckers, Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody standing on a bus roads. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's cool. Randy rocks. Randy's fine. <laughs> Randy's yeah. passable. So the- Randy, Randy seems like he, Randy is one of the best wrestlers, like as far as like in ring, like when everybody talks about him, like they're like, oh, get in there with Randy. It's like the same thing with Christian. It doesn't necessarily mean it's the most exciting. Mm-hmm. They're just really good at their craft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to see a Randy versus Okada match to just see who try it. Like, see the two, like, best people at elevating someone else, but not necessarily looking good themselves. <laughs> just to see what would happen. Like, I feel like it would just be an okay match. It would be a, such an odd match. And it would also be very slow. Because, like, the first, like, few minutes of Okada matches end up being kind of slow. Which is fine because they build drama really well. Um, it would just be like the slowest, like most methodical match. But everything would be like picture perfect. There'd be like no bold spots. Timing would be like hackable. It'd just be ridiculous. It would literally that. be textbook. Yeah, that that would be a textbook match. <laughs> Throw Christian in there if you want a textbook like triple threat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I might fall asleep at like minute forty-eight though. <laughs> Don't look at me, dog. Woof. Any, any, anything else of note on this uh, um, show? I, mean, I, I watched only part of it because I was coming back from uh, the beach. Oh, parts unknown. That organ. Yeah. Wonderful. The beach boy. Eight cheese on the beach. Tight. Oh, that sounds amazing. And a can of wine. <laughs> Tight. Nice. Yeah. Cheer wine. Huh? Was it cheer wine? No, it was Underwood mm. wine. Mm, Carrie Underwood's wine? Carrie Underwood's wine. Tight. I was waiting all day for a Sunday night. Are you ready for some canned wine? <laughs> uh, Sony DeVille, uh, Charlotte's not uh, uh, banned anymore. She's back. Cause Sony oh, yeah, DeVille... and Adam Pierce is like, what? Yeah. She, like, showed them that, like, suspending me like isn't that much of a punishment i'll just go have sex all day yeah like i will go party and get into a fight with dave Meltzer, and fuck 
Oh, speaking of that, should we talk about Andrade real quick? Uh, His first match back is very okay. exciting. Um, here's the thing. Um, Alberto's still going to be in jail and the match is going to get canceled. Because <laughs> his trial, like he, he has like a court date like a week before to see. It's like his first step of his trial. and uh, He's out right now. Oh, he's out right now? Yeah. Okay, well, he's going to be back in jail then. Um, because he wrestled on a show where some AEW wrestlers were also wrestling. Mm. It was a private event, and they probably didn't think it was going to come out. Oh, it did. Yeah, it's going to come out. Was it for the Rotary Club in Seattle? It was that, a, do you get that joke? I don't. What is that the joke? The president of the Mariners, um, that, the former president of the Mariners who was fired over this, uh, just shit talked all their players out of oh, Rotary Club yeah. this summer. Yeah. Oh, okay. There it is. There's the connect. I was thinking wrestling still. I'm like, did Defy do something up there or what? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, that was not a good time, was it? That took a while too. Um. Yeah. So, fuck that. Yeah. And I mean, I doubt. Andrade cares about any of that stuff, but taking Alberto Del Rio, like his shittiness out of the picture, it's not exciting. It's not not for us. Alberto Del Rio was a big star in Mexico. Okay, okay. Carlos Junior. Okay, like it it makes sense from that perspective. Like, um, it still sucks because he sucks. Like, I wouldn't want like. I wouldn't even just want to be associated with those, like, with a person that has, like, those kind of criminal charges. It's, like, not even, like, just quote-unquote allegation. It is criminal charges mm-hmm. for awful things. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be associated with that, like, at all. I wouldn't yeah. want to be, like, to the same fucking state no. if I could help it. Yeah. And here's the other thing, which it's, like the least important part of it, this match isn't going to be good. Like, Andrade is amazing. And now, man, if you wanted a a four-way of just textbook match, put in Alberto Del Rio. Oh, yeah. He, it's just, everything's competent. Nothing's good. (laughs) That would be, yeah, you just toss Del Rio in there and you you got it all, you got got Canada, got US, Mexico, and Japan right there. Like four like biggest territories most competent wrestler. <laughs> if you look up good in the dictionary, it's gonna be just that match. <laughs> the one we made up. Um, well yeah, let's say that was raw. Um also dude, oh. here, let's just keep going on the the shitty train of things. Okay. With bad people who wrestled in Mexico. Oh Drake? Uh, Tess, Tessa Blanchard and <sighs> Dagar looks like they're going to AEW. God. S.E. Scoops reported that is all but a formality now. I like, I honestly thought NXT was going to pick her up. Because they don't give a shit about anything. Like, WWE does not care. So they don't care about things like that too much. Um, unless, like, if you're a star. Mm-hmm. If you have value to them. Yeah. If you are not within the company yet. Or you're low on the totem pole, you'll get you'll get pulled, you'll get suspended, you you won't get hired. Also, apparently, like there was times where she was working with them, 
like oh. doing extra work, Mayon Classic, where she was apparently very hard to deal with. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they had her like lose in the first round. Okay. Like it was a it was supposed to be, you know, it was the big shock, like you know, propel it was Kyrie, right, that beat her? Yes. Yeah, so like propel Kyrie through the tournament sort of thing, like which is a smart thing to do. Have one of those in the first round, not have everything be like so obvious. But there's a it's reason like the, why they they yeah. did that. It's like the Gargano Champa match from the Cruiserweight Classic. Mm. Like you got to have that big name match to kind of because they're both like the main event of the first round. Yeah, like to kind of propel everything next level. It's like oh, we're gonna hit. They're not just getting Kenneth Johnson versus Akira Tozawa. <laughs> yeah, I remember that match. Jenna and I talk about Kenneth Johnson a little too much. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's happening. Yeah, I mean um, it's it's a bummer because I remember when we were did the the Russell Boys Classic that we never finished and watching some Tessa Blanchard stuff, and I was like, she's very good, but mm-hmm. like she's an ultimate shithead. So it's like ugh, it just sucks. And AEW, we talked about this in our text chain. But it's just performative. Like, their whole thing is performative. I mean, it's a company owned by a billionaire. Like, there are no ethical billionaires. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Um, just how it is. Like, yeah, to- like, Tony may be better than most. You know? He's on, he's on the Mark Cuban level of a <laughs> billionaire. Um, yeah. But, not, you know, that doesn't mean actually good because if you're actually good you you'll be using your money enough that you won't be a billionaire anymore Mm -hmm. no one needs to be one yeah um but yeah it's dumb um there is uh what was i i don't remember where i was going with this i had a point and i forgot maybe i am high i'm not i didn't drink any weed (laughs) i didn't drink any weed (laughs) Didn't drink your weed. Um, I will say that they apparently for the AEW they did rescind the strikes against Botchamania Matthew. So that's okay. That's good. After that's he good. reached out to them, but it's like yo, like why are you doing this? Like, and they did it mm. to like a lot of things. Um, they've also come after give like a couple times gifters and stuff. And they said like when they started the company, it's like fair use. Like if like you can use our stuff, we want you to. Like they fucking make matches. For- yeah they're a gift wrestling company mm-hmm. so that's how the young bucks are best watched <laughs> you don't have to hear them yeah you don't have to you don't have to hear them and you don't have to see uh that it's all the same kind of <laughs> every week um yeah I'm, I'm gonna get like i don't know all the inner like the details and stuff like that of how AEW handles their online content um as someone who's done online content for a long time, like long time and like done it professionally mm-hmm. a bunch. And um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they like had hired outside people to like help with some of their like copyright stuff, like legitimate copyright stuff or like signed up for ser- like marketing services that like, you know, a lot of companies sign up for even when they have internal marketing um, and then got, you know, those were like done like algor- algorithmically like mm-hmm. we're just like taken down by a bot through the service at the same time you got to like investigate that before you do it like you need to n- realize like oh this could have 
like shut down Botchamania's channel for good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, if you get three strikes, like his channel's done. Yeah. yeah. I do know that when I was watching it illegally, uh, they got those streams taken down real quick. Mm-hmm. They definitely have someone working on it. it they've actually gotten more <sighs> lax on that, but it could also be that people are finding easier ways to not get caught. Yeah. Mm. My favorite thing still is that Vince McMahon would talk to like cybersecurity people, like consultants. It's like, like why can't you just take them all down? Mm-hmm. Well, we just can't do that. Like, you can't just remove everything of yours that's not like on your thing. Like, it's impossible. Why? Get pissed. But also, like, he would talk like with the person. Like, you like call the reps from the company. Like, yeah. We weren't like super high ups. They weren't like account managers. Like they're just people working on it. Yeah, and so, and it was like not like you know somebody like from like their digital department. It was fucking Vince. Yeah, he's that hands on. That's so much of a fucking just yeah. psychopath he is. He doesn't want to deal with the middle man. He wants to go straight to the source. He's a smart. He's a smart man. Well, except for his wrestling, where he has fucking Bruce Pritchard like fucking filtering everything. What a goddamn. Yeah, let's let's get into that real quick. I hate Bruce Pritchard too for an extra reason. I watched a video of him talking shit on Fantasio. That made me mad. Um, that video made me mad because it was like El Fantasmo, and it's like that's not a wrestler. No, no, that's he didn't know the name. About. Put respect on Fantasio's name. Oh, well, El Fantasmo is a wrestler, but no, I'm like, I was gonna say like, that's not the wrestler he's talking about. Yeah, um, but so. Mickey James was like, hey, I want to start an all-women's company, or not company, but like an all-women's show, and they were like, that'll never happen, and that was Bruce that said that to her, right? Is that what came out? Um, But like, my whole thing with that is, like, at least WWE, in some aspects, knows how to use their women. Uh, When it comes to Smack, or when it comes to, I mean, SmackDown. Um, SmackDown and, and, and NXT. NXT. Um, but Mick Foley tweeted, Vince, do an all-women's show before AEW does. Like, that's never going to happen. And if it does, it's going to be on YouTube, and it's going to be treated like shit. The, the thing about, like, that would, like, Lance Storm brings up this point, which is always a really good one, as well then do, like, then, like, if there's an all-women's show, then do you just remove women from the other show? And then it's like, does it make that show seem less important if you don't? Like, if you mm-hmm. still have, let's say, Charlotte and Asuka and Rhea all on Raw, and then the all-women's show, like, does it just end up being, like, that weird period of 205 Live where it's like, you'd have, like, a random match on Raw, but it's like, hey, this is the setup, the weird tag team match we're having on 205 Live. And the purple ropes. And the purple they'd, be, ropes. they'd be pink They'd be pink ropes. Mm-hmm. No, those are only for Susan G. Komen month. Oh, that's true. They already have that covered. So it'd be, oh, man. I'm trying to think of what color they would use. Like, <laughs> lavender. Lavender. <laughs> a nice, soft lavender. <laughs> Actually, I, I honestly bet it would be, like, really light pastel yellow. Yeah, because they don't have that. any. But NXT is yellow. Man, they have all the they have everything covered. They call it the they call it the, the they call it the black and yellow, or they call it mm. black. They and don't. Yellow. They don't have a green show. It'd be the green show. <laughs> <laughs> and like that is a good point. Like no matter what company does it, it's going to feel lesser than because of how they do it. So, like, what would be cool is if Raw had an hour and a half of women. 
Um, but it was good stuff, not Nia Jax. No, see, that's the problem. <laughs> Therein lies the problem. Yeah, if, if they did anything like this, what I would want from it is actually, like, I think it could be a good thing to, like, have on YouTube, but, like, make it specifically, like, the women's, like, the show main event. Like, mm-hmm. for, like have it be, like, de- more developing, like, people who don't get on TV a ton or, like, you know, and they have, like, so many women there. Like, it could be even be, like, stuff from the performance center and then like stuff that's more like main event like from you know live events with raw and and smackdown and like but like really emphasize like hey these are like the future star like say like you know these are the people on their way up um yeah and like and put it on youtube and like then really really market it Mm -hmm. as like trying to bring in that new audience that might not sit down and watch three hours of raw every week because god who why why would you ever do that to yourself um because you have a podcast yeah and i don't even do that to myself still um i do uh you don't have to if you don't want to you know mark i respect you still i was gonna say though if i don't then like what are we gonna talk about we're just not gonna talk about raw (laughs) yeah anything else but yeah like Run ads on during Total Bellas, like do stuff like that, and like really like try to bring in that audience through through that. But um, otherwise, like, yeah, I don't trust them to like then not say like, oh, well, they have their own show, so we don't have to worry about it over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that'd be like the big thing. Well, either seem really not important, or then it would be removed from on SmackDown. So. Yeah. Well, and my biggest complaint with like AEW is like dark and it's like, I don't want to watch your better show when it's not your real show, I guess. And oh, but they have some funny matches on there. <laughs> and also dark is worth it alone. Not not dark too, extra dark um, elevation or whatever it's called. Um, regular dark is great because it has an Excalibur. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's AEW's NXT. (laughs) That makes that checks out. Jake Manning was on it a couple weeks ago, and that just happy. (laughs) But but yeah, like an all women show is hard for any company. It's like, well, that's what they need to do. Like, even if they do like like not even like. Like do two like all women's pay per view year like make it, yeah like, yeah yeah and each like one of the like front half one of the second half like 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 even like a Survivor Series style where like it's NXT versus other people honestly here's my idea um you do one in June mm-hmm. because there's that big lull between Mania and SummerSlam mm-hmm. what's a good way to just kind of get some good interest and stuff. Have that. I have a special like all women show in June, mm-hmm. and also then have one in December, because like yeah they have TLC and shit, but like Survivor Series to Rumble, like you know nothing's happening in TLC. Mm-hmm. That's just like a formality, fucking just for some car crash. Just looks it looks cool, but you can set up so many things for the Rumble at at fucking like like Evolution if you will. They just ran that every fucking December. And also had like evolution in the summer, fucking June. Like it'd be great. They're yeah. Six months apart, 
but also like they can feel special and it will just it helps excite things and they just always want fucking content mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. we fixed it we solved the problem solved the problem you're fucking welcome let's talk about smackdown it was tight right um so we'll kind of get into the last week when we did podcast uh the SmackDown stuff. I went back and watched it this week because um, I was also gone during this. But it was Cesaro and uh, Brian against Usa and Seth, and like they have like forty five minutes for like their whole segment Damn. and match, and it was just awesome because it's mm-hmm. like they had a good segment. Like everybody can talk really well, and like they're really positioning Cesaro up there. They had a good match. It was great. Then they set up this week's matchup, Roman versus Brian, because Roman's ducking Cesaro, and I like that they're making it seem that like he's scared of Cesaro, like Cesaro's a legit threat. Mm-hmm. And Brian lost to Roman Reigns. Yeah, which means yeah, he's yeah. banned from he's SmackDown. Banished from, yeah, banished from SmackDown. I, I hope this means he's going to show up and do like manics shit. Yeah. I know his contract's winding down, and they want to, you know. They want to keep him signed and happy, mm-hmm. and he's expressed interest in wanting to work with NXT people, and and this is probably to help like placate him and get him to like refine something. Yeah, he wants to work everywhere. Yeah, and I think it would be in WWE's best interest to let him do whatever he wanted and come back to WWE when he wants. So that's the thing is, I think they may let him go to NXT to get rid of that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. To, to be yeah. like, can't wrestle all these indie guys. Wrestle our indie guys. <laughs> you all can, the indie guys you've been wanting to wrestle are pretty much here. You so. can wrestle Johnny. You can wrestle Peter. Yeah. They're just like shaking him. Oh, you want a little Petey? <laughs> but also, I could see if they do that, they, they um, there's a, a rumored partnership now with MLW. Mm hmm. And if that is true, that's uh, say that goes forward, which I wouldn't be surprised if it did because there's a they want to do things like they were doing with the ball, but with MLW and MLW yeah. now has a TV on Vice, mm-hmm. which is and apparently cool it looks them. cool, right? Corb Bowers, like a former WWF guy, or okay, writer, okay, so he knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he's and been he's like also entertainment. Like, he does like. They do their like backstage promos and stuff like that, almost more like TNA did a little bit. Like they use different camera techniques and like it looks, it looks different. Like I am supremely bored by MLW's product every mm-hmm. time I've tried to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, even more so than I was with Evolve, which was also very boring. Oh, th- there are some Evolve shows that were fucking like. Especially because, like, you mix in, like, the weird production. They were, like, it was one time, like, in a random, like, theater, it looked like. Tight. Yeah. Tight. Um, and it's, like, trying to watch Chris Hero versus, like, Zack Sabre Jr., which should be a great match. And I'm, like, bored to tears. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like they... There's, like, a lot of indies I feel different and cool, and, like, you can tell, like, people are, like take a more like DIY like aesthetic into stuff you know um MLW is like if you took WWE production and then like made it low budget hmm. <laughs> but uh they, they did have one of the best like random like 
shows, Filthy Island. Filthy Tom Waller's their champion, so oh, okay. he was their champion. He's a high guy there. He's also the New Japan Strong Openweight uh, champion. Oh, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. See, but, and um, that's where my brain goes. It's like, think about Daniel Bryan in the G1. <laughs> he'd be fantastic, but then also I'd be very scared for him. Yeah, the entire time. His brain is better than it's ever been. Yeah, but also you still you still have that. Right? <laughs> it's true. It's true. He's in a fight like Ishii, and then all of a sudden you're just like, oh no. <laughs> He's and then dead. also we we find out how short Ishii really is because <laughs> Daniel Bryan will end up being taller than him. Oh, mm-hmm. that's wild. Daniel Bryan's like five nine. Like Ishii's like five seven, five eight. Damn. Yeah. But is Ishii Ishii's the pit bull? Yeah, Stone Pitbull. He's a short boy. Yeah, how have I not very, noticed that? He, because Okada's so tall. Um, oh yeah, Okada's six three. Um, I, God, I just th- thought about Big E versus Ishii <laughs> versus see, Daisuke Sakamoto. See, just strong mads. They're all built exactly like strong mad. I know. I know. Time was different, but like when Hogan went to Japan, was that like when he was that like before Vince? No, he had the mm. WWF title with them. Yeah, yeah New Japan and WWE used to have a working relationship. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's just a dream. Like, think about it. I, they could never work together. They couldn't, like, yeah, they business, could. business-wise. Yeah, they could. No, they could. They both love making money. That's true. More like, than ever they, now, because of with Bushi <sighs> Road being, like, owning New Japan, they're, they're a corporation. Yeah. They're not a wrestling company. God, think uh, Vince McMahon is always open for business if it makes sense for him. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't make sense for him, but it doesn't. Putting they, a, putting Okada on my in the WWE ring would get my my gears turning. It would get a lot of people's gears turning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just but, like who would who would he face? That would either be a marquee matchup, and who would lose? Roman Reigns. Oh. Uh, Roman's beating him. John Cena. John Cena puts him over. Well, John, John Cena needs a Tanahashi. That's true. That's true. But this is just, I, this is pointless discussion. That's just how my brain works. I want Daniel Bryan. I would love Daniel Bryan in NXT. Mm-hmm. If Daniel Bryan goes to Raw, I'll be upset unless somehow he fixes Raw. Yeah. No, that, that's the thing is that he might. Yeah. At, at mm-hmm. least it would fix a couple segments. Yeah. Especially if he joins the writing team over there. Like, because yeah. he's been on SmackDowns, like if he was working on Raw. But also, I could see him right now just wanting a break, and this is how you write him off. Yeah. He also mm-hmm. set up Cesaro to get. They did like the double concerto on him. Or not the double. They did the concerto on him, Roman did. And so, which is wild that they're doing headshot things now. Mm-hmm. It's Roman. Not, he's a bad boy. It's probably it's probably legitimately the Heyman influence. Like, he like gets this stuff through to Vince. He's like, like he, Hey, and, remember and, back in ECW? <laughs> like, also, just remember Edge. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but I, I, I could probably see that, like, when Vince has to deal with um, Paul, and it's not for a whole show, but it's just for, like, one segment or one storyline, mm-hmm. he probably gets a lot more stuff through because he's not, like, annoyed with Paul Heyman. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they would, they probably just would clash on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I want to use Umberto Carrillo. <laughs> Who the hell is that? We have a guy named Umberto. <laughs> we have a guy, we have a guy named Burrito. What the hell's that? 
changed his name to goddamn steak wrap. <laughs> no, and like that. And so instead of having to deal with him for like a three hour show, just like he listens to the one idea. He's like, oh, that's that's good. Yeah. It's him in the chair. Why wouldn't he do that? I'll get rid of him. He had a concussion. Yeah. He fucking had two seizures. <laughs> um, but yeah, if Brian goes to NXT, like. Him versus Finn, like the two main roster guys coming down there and fighting over that. And we have, we've never gotten that. We've never had Finn versus Daniel Bryan. That's wild. Also, Thatcher versus Bryan, Tampa versus Bryan. Like, like Brian uh, just going down there to ha- like his whole thing is he like he is himself 100% he's like I just want to wrestle you Brian. I just want to wrestle you Kyle O'Reilly Kyle O'Reilly versus Brian um okay no who are two men without a brand right now I vote we send them to an island and have a three hour match Roderick Strong and Daniel Bryan I'll say Roddy and Brian oh, they can Roddy. feed again I miss and you they can beat the shit out of another attack team <laughs> like they did the Young Bucks <laughs> But I sh- I showed you that match, right, Oster? I think it was I a think. PWG match where it was uh, their tag tournament they would do, and it was Brian and Roddy were the team, and they fought the Young Bucks and beat the shit out of them for like twenty minutes, and then the Young Bucks win. But like legitimately, like not even like just in wrestling, beat the shit out of them. They legitimately beat the shit out of them, and I think Matt said like he saw Nick getting beat. It's like I think we're getting like. They're fucking taking liberties with us. He said he felt bad for his brother getting <laughs> like his ass handed to him in the ring by these guys. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, like I don't want Daniel Bryan to like go for a title. I just want him to be excited to wrestle people. Just like yeah. you, you're really good. I want to wrestle you. I want to be better than you. Let's do it. And also now, like with AEW getting some pretty good ratings, I mean they dropped pretty hard this last week. But, I mean, they, they may be back up for blood and guts. I mean, it's like a pay-per-view show. Um, I could see, like, them being like, okay, well, we moved to Tuesday nights. Their ratings are doing better than they were like when they were on Wednesdays because, obviously, they would. Mm-hmm. Um, they're running out of post. But sending Brian down there to get another couple hundred thousand people and be like, hey, look at us. We're doing it, too. Yeah. Um, know what I would love? I was just thinking about this more, like, more than anything. I want heel Daniel Bryan to show up in NXT. <laughs> Like, yeah. I want I want his introduction into NXT being him putting, like, Regal into, like, the, the cattle mutilation. Hell yeah, that's something he could take. Or just kicking him. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I want. I want, like, Daniel Bryan, like, just, like, being just nasty heel, just mad, like, at having to leave SmackDown, like, just, Send like, him to the UK, too, for a fucking, like, they do the tapings in a fucking big old block. Mm-hmm. Send them for a couple tapings. Him versus Dragunov? That, that's the match I was thinking right there. <laughs> Him versus Mako? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Do that match. Him versus fucking, um, fucking Tyler Bate. Him versus the new skinnier Trent Seven, which I don't like. <laughs> it's very strange. Um, him versus Trent Seven versus Devlin was really good like a month or whatever ago. Few weeks back, mm. it was very good. Um, but it, fucking Trent Seven really did drop the weight. Like shoot, dropped the weight to make cruiserweight. Yeah, that's that, wild. Like, that at the same same time, like he does live at the performance center over there. Basically, I'm sure. Like, yeah, since that opened, and like also, like he's not a young dude, so I bet like I could see like he he's a bit heavy in a way that I'm sure wasn't fun to like 
work as he's getting older. Like, yeah. it's probably been like hard on like his knees and stuff. So like, good like good for him like dropping like dropping that if it like keeps his career going. Yeah, but I I hope that also WWE ends up working with MLW just because that'd be cool. Like to see NXT guys over there that are getting like a good shot or they want to kind of season them up with some other people because uh. it worked really well for like the Street Profits. They were the Evolved Tag Champion Champions, and having them like go and work a different style really helped them when they came like to WWE like like NXT and like were a thing. Like, oh, these guys now know how to work. Whereas before, like Angelo Dawkins, like he didn't get better for a long time. I could see why he was in fucking developmental for like six years. Yeah. Also, I just thought about this, but know who I believe is in MLW right now is Jacob Fatu. Yes. And that's pretty like that'd be a pretty great addition. Like even if he's still just there in MLW, like have Roman show up or even just Jay, like Yeah. Show Jay, up. Jay used to be a perfect person for them to send because he's like he is now kind of like um, in the main event. He's been in the main event storyline ever since the like they had that one match. Yeah. And so like he's been there kind of towards the top, but he isn't the top guy. He's like the ancillary guy. He'd be a great person to go pop a rating for them as like a make good to Court Bauer, who's who knows how to work with Vince already. Mm. And he'd be he'd be work with Triple H who he knows how to work with. So Yeah. Like how like have Jacob Fatu need a tag team partner and have it be Jay. Like Yeah. And then like you can bring Tom Lawler to NXT and have him <laughs> yeah. do a fight fight pit match against Tim Thatcher. No build, no anything. I just want to see it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, that sounds tight as hell. Um, do you want to get into the Tuesday and Wednesday night wars? Yeah, did was that all for SmackDown? We just talked about Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Okay. That's the big thing. Like I like there's other shit happening. Like they're going to Bailey Bianca because they they want to hold off the Sasha stuff because like they feel like it's a big money match, so they want to let it breathe a little bit and do mm-hmm. that. And Sasha deserves a bit of a break ski because she was doing really well. Just and, carrying WWE on her back. Yeah, and so no, I I like holding that off. Um, and then I don't I don't remember anything else like that. I really just was worrying about the Brian match and. They're setting up Cesaro, which is so cool. Fucking deserves it. I listen to him like on oral sessions on my drive back, and he's just the nicest guy. I watch him every week on up, up, down, down shit. Great guy. Everybody Wait, loves him. Big Tony. Cesaro. Oh, okay. Oh, he was on Renee's podcast? Tight. Yeah. Tight. Um. Okay, yeah. Let's move to AEW or NXT. What you want? Uh, I actually I thought AEW actually was pretty okay this week, and those like so usually I say let's get it out of the way, but we can just yeah, I mean, stick with NXT or whatever. Okay. okay, um, I don't have this pulled up in order, but uh, Adam Cole came back. He had a yeah. nice little interview. I love shithead Adam Cole so much. Oh, he is the best. He, he's just a superstar in every fucking sense of it. He looks so cool, like it's, and like he just talks so well. Mm. Like, like him just talking about it's like, oh, if I wanted to go do it, I would. Mm-hmm. Um, Kyle isn't ready for the main event. He sucks. 
like carrying cross isn't ready for the main event because he got injured the first time like we don't even know and he's just the best him. adam cole's the fucking best like him get him to fucking raw make him the champion and it's like they're done i i would be so worried about him going up to raw though because the moment vince sees him next to all his giants on raw yeah, Braun, Bobby, and Drew. Mm, I would want him to go to, like, SmackDown. Like, not beat Roman for it, but, like, I would want him just, like, on SmackDown first, like AJ did, kind of, like. Yeah. But yeah. I could also see Vince being like, Sean? Sean's back? They, Sean's- need to get him a, they need to get him a tall guy. He needs a heater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well... Impact just got big casts. So W. Morrissey. Yeah, which is his real last name, or he just yeah. loves Morrissey. That's his. His name's William Morrissey. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. His and- first name really isn't Big. <laughs> big Morrissey. His his. Uh, what's so funny is that like he became Big Cast, but like his work name was Colin Cassidy. <laughs> his work name at first was Colin. <laughs> Here comes Big Colin. <laughs> like, wrestlers get to have a fake name. Like, that's such a cool idea, and you waste it on Colin. <laughs> I mean, my favorite one is uh, Ricky Steamboats, whose real name is fucking more Richard badass. Blood. Richard, <laughs> Richard Blood. Blood. <laughs> um, we had Kushida and MSK versus Legato del Fantasma. Um, awesome. Cool, mm-hmm. cool, fun um, stuff. Also, I like when... Like, they, instead of, like, doing some wonky stuff, no, they fucking had the heels. They go over, and so it puts that thought in your head, oh, these guys could beat the champion. And they did it in a very, just, like, fucking real way. It's like they took out Kushida, it's the Phantom Driver, they hit their move on fucking, was it uh, Nash Carter? And, yeah. Also, Wesley is fucking, he has such a great comeback. He, he made does. like his he made his own two against like three of them mm-hmm. and it was just awesome. Yeah. Um he like he reminds me of like a much like already better like because he's just been working longer he's like you know not so green version like his comeback reminds me of Montez's like how athletic it is like yeah. it's wild how fast he is like in athletic. It is. It's awesome. I really liked that team of MS Kushida, mm-hmm. Microsoft Kushida. <laughs> um, uh, it was it was great. Uh, we had Theory versus Reed. Austin Theory is the fucking like best Eric Matthews. <laughs> mm, I I hate that he's so good. Like yeah, I hate that I can't be a fan of this character and like the work that this like that it's going into this character because of the person behind it. Like it's like, cause it's so good. Like mm-hmm. I, I hate saying that cause he's such a shithead, but like I enjoy it when he's on my team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed it. His character. I enjoyed it earlier when he was just always getting the shit kicked out of him. Oh, I love that was my favorite. Austin theory. Because it was just really funny. Um, he's getting beat up by everybody. But like being super cocky, but just like the the, the thing with him, like walking up to Candace, like popping up behind Candace and, and Johnny, going like, "Why are you guys in the dark? It's so dark back here." 
Um, but this whole thing, this was fun because um, eventually Loomis came out, was lurking. Um, they were throughout the show. They were like Indy was sad because Shotzi and Ember got flowers apparently from Loomis. And she's like, I want to But we all know who really sent them. And so Loomis, she's she's sad at Loomis. And it's so cute. It's so funny. She she told him to shut up and talk too much. (laughs) It's great. One uh, great Botchamania reference. uh, But also just so funny. Like, shut up. You talk too much. (laughs) Like, how is it that, like, I think like a year ago, like before the way existence of, like, that indie... And Austin Theory would be putting be putting in like this amazing character work, yeah. like yeah. Indy was Indy was on Raw just getting squashed by me. I and, like an NXT just getting squashed. By me. Yeah, and I did not. I remember we would always be like, "Oh, Indy was there," and we were just like. Make fun of that her. Was it. And now she's like, I, I still can't tell how she is in the ring, but her Not character work is incredible. Mm. And this story is so strange where the serial killer is a face. It is it is bonkers. Well, my 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 <sighs> one complaint on it mm-hmm. is Dexter Loomis is involved. Yeah, that's a big complaint. <laughs> No, but like my complaint on this is that like he's supposed to be the face and the hero and uh, like supposed to think like he's hot or whatever, and it's like they get the flowers like Shotzi and Ember do, and they're like, oh no, you like no, no, no. It's like so like is Indy just that like fucking batshit like crazy too, where it's like she just loves the serial killer. I think so. Is that like the gimmick? I think so, but think like. So. And- Part of Ember did go, no, no, I'm married, like, <laughs> I, when she was, like, rejecting them. So at least that, like, is a, like, not... Plausible thing. A plausible yeah. thing, yeah. And Shotzi's just like, I'm waiting for Triple H. Because, you know, She's, metal. Yeah, Shotzi's just a real badass rock chick. <laughs> um, That's what I think he says about, like, Nita Strauss, and then, like, when fucking, like, Shotzi's like, yeah, just badass rock <laughs> What also, I mean, I know I just said we're joking about Dexter Loomis. They're making him kind of interesting in this situation. Like, because like, he like fucking like hobbles down. Yeah. And like, mm. they, I don't know. It's like a weird like relationship story and it's wild and it's very subtle and like there's not a, in your face. There's a lot of people who are like annoyed by the way that are like, I want to see old Johnny come back, but it's like, I like seeing a different side of him. Well, and we need, we need this Johnny to appreciate fucking Johnny wrestling. Yeah. And like that, that's like my thing. It's like, yeah, we, like we get Johnny wrestling. We had him for years. This is something new for him to do. Yeah. Kind of flexes like comedic timing, which I didn't know he had. Yeah. No. Um, him, him and Candace, like, I love it because like he's just so wacky and Candace is not wacky at all. Mm-mm. And like just that juxtaposition is great. Mm-hmm. Like I just it's funny. Like he's wacky like in a different way that Austin's wacky and a different way that Indy's wacky. Yeah, it's like they're like Candace is like the only like sane one in the room. Yeah. Mm. Also, like even though like when Johnny's being very like great points, it's like he kidnapped people. It's just he's very wacky. 
Yeah. What I would love, which I don't think will happen, is <laughs> Candace gets sick of Johnny's shit, turns on him, and we get that feud. That won't happen. I know. It won't happen, but it'd be so great. It'd be they're so gonna, tight. They're just the Stephanie and Hunter of NXT. That's <laughs> true. Like, that's what it's going to end up being, too. Because, like, you know, like, they're going to retire and, like, become, like, fucking the coaches there. And, like, oh, yeah. They're going to be Mr. and Mrs. NXT. They're going to change their last name from Gargano to NXT. <laughs> I mean, I could see them always being on NXT. Yeah, like, no, that, mm-hmm. I, I, that's honestly what's going to happen. And that rocks. They they love it there so much. Triple H loves having him there. Like that that's just like Vince probably has no like desire to ever do anything with Johnny Gargano that's big. Or so, Candace. Like even though Candace, they can only I think use... would have a, a he would be an easier one to do. I think so too, but I still also like I just don't see like she's a, in ring. Obviously she's the best. Like she's so good. I can just see Vince not getting it mm-hmm. because like he'd look at her and go, she's kind of small. She's not like, you know, the big athletic people that like they have now, like from NXT up on the main roster, like Rhea and Bianca and like just seeing her as just a good hand. Like I can mm-hmm. just see that Vince seeing that. But you know? if like, she goes back to being blonde, then Vince might really like her. But here's the other thing. He has blondes. <laughs> it's true. But he never can have too many if we've learned anything from Vince. True. We got fucking Sonny and Sable, and they were super fucking over, and since then, it's just... Should, Sonny was the most downloaded picture on AOL.com at one point, and that was a marketing thing Tight. Um, that WWE, like, used. Like They used to just bring out Sable, too, like when Mark Merrill was hurt. To like model, oh, you like, mean me, boys? Hurt. No, like not what you see. Uh, no. Uh. Like what you see? <laughs> Everyone, Undertaker like fucked her up. <laughs> like she tried to dance for Taker, mm-hmm. and he like choked her. And she was wearing like the Matrix like cat suit and tiny sunglasses. Tight. And that was supposed to be like her cool, sexy look. Tight. <laughs> I remember when she was in Playboy, and. He went to the. She was at the desk, and like Jerry Lawler is there, looking at her naked, like right next to her. And she would just take the magazine and just like show it to the crowd. Yeah, and there's like a like a young kid sitting behind the desk, like in, in that shot, like 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 a couple rows back. Like and you just see puberty hitting him. It's like it's like oh, he's got a mustache now, and he didn't at the beginning of this hour. Young young Jeff Bagwell. <laughs> Jeff fucking. This real wide stance look like he's always taking a camping shit. Literally grew a beard during the course of an extra innings game once. He had a goatee <laughs> at the beginning of the game and had a beard by the end. Uh, Dakota Kai versus Mercedes Martinez. This was something was off here, and it was Dakota. Like she seemed really off. It was strange. It was like they had some weird timing things, and you could just see Mercedes calling stuff to her. Where Dakota, for whatever reason, just looked a little lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is weird because like she's been like great recently, you know. Like, it's something something was weird. Yeah, they like she, like on um, one of them forgot to do like the drop toe hold into the the buckle and everything. Like, and so like Mercedes runs into her and was like supposed to like fake forearm hit the fucking buckle. Well, 
Dakota never moved down, so then she hit the forearm and just kind of ran back. You could just see like her saying something, and then they did the, then they did the spot. Like, oh, there it is. And then like they were supposed to do the leapfrog, and like the Dakota did not get over. But this is why it's so important to have these veterans who can just do shit on the fly. Because when Dakota started coming down on, like on uh, Mercedes' shoulder, he just turned it and made it look like she was grabbing a leg to stop her. Like, oh, that wasn't supposed to happen because right then she like whispers a couple things in her ear and they do something like you can tell what's on the fly. Yeah. Like, oh, thank God Mercedes is there. This wasn't against like a no offense against Andy Hartwell. It mm-hmm. would have broken yeah. down real bad. Yeah. yeah. Like Mercedes is literally the perfect person to be in there. Like of ev- of anyone in that division. Like she's a veteran. Like mm-hmm. she's a, and even more so, she's an indie veteran who like was working matches that were being put together same day. What like probably most of anyone in that locker room, like mm-hmm. man or man or woman, like she probably has the most like indie wrestling experience of anyone there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Stone tried to make Aaliyah and Jessica Maya the the tag champs. Okay, so this was I I I love how big of fucking nerds they are. <laughs> um, so to set it up, it's supposed to be just uh, Robert Stone, Brandon Jessica Maya, and uh, Aaliyah against Shotzi and Ember, and. Before the match starts, Indy and fucking Candice come out because Indy's pissed. And so it sets up the street fight tag match for next week, which will be sick. Um, but the match never started, and then Aaliyah and Robert Stone and Jessica Mayer are celebrating with the titles, looking like the biggest <laughs> and I love it. Beth, I'm glad Beth Robert Phoenix Stone's had, back. Yeah. yeah, me too. He, like, he's so good. Beth Phoenix had a line about him not owning socks that, like... Anya was like getting ready for work when I was watching this morning and like she started laughing at it like she normally doesn't really pay attention or like care but like she, she, it was really funny also LA Knight I like his new thing it's like he's just he's like baffled that Indy doesn't think he's the hot one <laughs> like he's like he, what the fuck look at my resume Indy <laughs> That's not an insult. It's a fact of life. You get my my references of good past sexual conquests and (laughs) minimal STDs. My references of good past sexual (laughs) conquests. You would call them conquests. Yeah. Uh, Killian Dane and Drake Maverick versus people would call it the night of their lives. (laughs) Because nothing's hotter than an LA night, baby. Whoa. <laughs> and that's not an insult. Just a fact of life. He take, uses that in such a weird way where it, you like, take the good, you take the bad. You take the good, you take the bad, the facts of life. <laughs> uh we had Killian Dane versus Imperium. So I, I like what they're setting up in this match. I like that Drake Maverick's like I've watched wrestling like my entire life. <laughs> I know so what's good. gonna happen here. You're gonna either beat me up or you're not going to be there when I need a tag. And so he was like on his thing like the whole time and then fucking he goes for that hot tag and no kill. Because mm, he gotten pulled off pulled off the apron. I also love that Drake asked Killian, how'd you get this match? He's like, the same way you do every week, I asked. Like, yeah. their whole thing is like that they understand wrestling. Yeah. It's like that they watch the show. They watch wrestling. It's like that's their gimmick. Also, I like that Alexander Wolf didn't fucking wallop uh, 
they would like I like adding little wrinkles into there. I also think that they're gonna be doing like a little bit of a weird breakup with with uh Imperium or like or like maybe Wolf and Dane are gonna split off like and do their own thing and then mm. I then like Because they used to just... be together, right? Insanity. Sanity. Sanity. Yeah. Not insanity. When Killian Dane replaced fucking Madman Fulton. <laughs> Madman Fulton blew out his knee. <laughs> was the <laughs> lowest ranked uh, wrestler in the last WWE game I bought. I think it was 2K19. <laughs> oh, Sawyer Fulton was? Yeah. He, I think oh, yeah. he was a 61 overall. Oh, yeah. Lana was ranked higher than him? <laughs> I think she was just a manager still. Oh, okay. At that point. Tend to her weirdly timed X Factor she always does. <laughs> Dexter Drams went watch shopping. God, I, I love this. Love this so much. I love so, this even before the reveal. Like yeah. it was also good. The the, reve- the reveal um was just like this really <sighs> on top. I love his laugh, but him going into the watch like take your time. I got nothing but time. And like there's just the guy with reading the paper, so you don't see his face and looking at all these watches. And he finally finds a good one, and then fucking Ted DiBiase shows up. Like that's a great watch, but it's not a million dollar watch <laughs> and it's just the best and i hope they continue doing this and then this leads to the eventual return of ted dibiase oh my god and the dibiase posse <laughs> uh, yeah, but just grimes just like good watch just like the whole god like he's so funny and i, I love also just his like what he thinks like being wealthy is and like it's it's just very it's very cartoony almost it's like he needs the big watch he needs the the fucking super fancy car like to him that's like what being rich is mm-hmm. it's but this, also it fits his this character so well because he's yeah. like the backwoods guy yeah it's the cartoony version of those actual real life really actually sad stories of people who like win the lottery and then blow it all like yeah were poor and like didn't have any help like managing their finances once they had it like yeah this is the cartoony fun version of that yes mm-hmm. um tomato ch- tomato champer and uh timmy t sang a song for the grizzled young veterans oh you gotta take off your shoe for zach gibson mm-hmm. i hate him um i i i am so excited for this match mm-hmm. because it's just going to be four grizzled veterans just fucking grizzling. Yeah. It's going to be like, fucking great, hard hitting. Oh. God, it's going to like, going to just be like James Drake working his ass off and then Zach Gibson being like, no, slower, and just slowing the match down <laughs> to uh, like just grinding halt, but in a good way because like he, that's what he's supposed to do. Like, He's that, supposed to like make like you're supposed to hate him. Mm-hmm. Like he's a great wrestler, and he's so good like good at wrestling in a way that makes you hate him. That that tag match would be the uh, the semi main event in the textbook match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, like it's really like Chant not uh, Thatcher and Zach Gibson are also I think the like two people who are like always surprise like every time surprise me how big they are 
like there are of anyone like in WWE. I'm always like, oh yeah, Thatcher's six three because it seems like he should be a small guy. And yeah. then like, oh yeah, Zach Gibson's six three because he's from the UK, so we assume he's five ten. Uh, I'm excited for Spock for that match. That's it'll be cool. it'll be tight. Uh, Swerve and Ruff are gonna have a false count anywhere match next week. I'm glad they're blowing off this feud because it seems like it's been it's going, been going on, on forever. forever. But I'm I'm really excited that we're gonna see like this next side of Swerve because motherfuckers done death matches and shit. Yeah, so we're gonna see like fucking extra Swerve. So it'll be good. I think it's mm. gonna be a really fun time. I yeah. love these Swerve promos. Like it, it makes them seem fucking cool. Yeah, and it's just, it's different. You don't see, like, it looks different than anything you see, like, on yeah. on WWE, or anywhere else, really. Like, I can't, like, it. it's shot like something, like, not a, like, documentary show on MTV, but, like, a show that, like, MTV would, like, produce about, like, a rapper or something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it just has a different look to it, and I, I really, really like it. Yeah, and he, like I said, he's just super cool, and he he's coming across way more cool than when he was just like, "Hey, I, I, you know, I'm just a baby face that's coming down here to do some cool moves." And I, my name's Swerve. I mean, confidence. <laughs> now, now there's just there's a lo- little bit more to him, and I hope he fucking puts Ruff's head through a locker. <laughs> puts him in a locker like the dual nerdy is. Fucking Ruff has dweeb. gotten a lot better though. Yeah. Like, I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, he should never have been North American champion, but like it legitimately made him a guy that was before getting just squashed. Mm-hmm. And now like he's in a meaningful. F- it's almost like he was signed because he was so small. It was funny to get watch him get squashed. Yeah, it, it's he was, like they signed their cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah. 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 Also, like they um, apparently he was like everybody like backstage at Raw Smackdown. And he always said he was just the nicest guy. He, everything that they asked him to do, he was just like he impressed a lot of people just with everything. And like he was just working so hard that that's what he gave up. Like mm. fucking earned it. So good for him. Hell yeah. yeah. He has not been wrestling long. He's been wrestling for like five years or something, or like less than that. Yeah, he's super young. Yeah. And also him in um uh Rev Aja Smith, that's her name. Uh yes. are got in, I don't know did if we mentioned that they got engaged like not that long ago. Yeah. That's that's cool for them. Let's move on to AEW. Um, oh, we you didn't um fuck, it was Tony Storm and I can't remember the other girl's name. Oh, oh yeah. I f- I had it pulled up. I already I'm already out of the 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 And so the, Tony Storm beating her just like it was a good job match. Zoe Stark comes out, causes a distraction, and then fucker like this girl hits a great shooter, it's an awesome shooting star press, and like, like I don't on WWE TV like aside from Bianca doing the standing one, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen anybody do one off the top rope. It looked great. Hence Tony Storm, so that advances that feud. And I hope um, remember her name and I, whatever reason I'm like looking it up just is going to be real tough right now. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, it's just going to be cool. They have an opportunity also now to make another person like outside of this feud. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. I hope yeah. they follow up with it. Oh, and then Zaylee had a cool promo. Her and Boa just they're, they're going to murder somebody. Yeah, I love like how like they're like going slow and then fast and then slow and then fast where it's like they get in the ring and then they're out. I just I can't wait to see Tian Shaw like actually do something. 
I'm yeah, so hyped. I'm so hyped. Not just like give, like shotgun a fucking hit of weed to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> this is this like is Mortal Kombat. This whole thing is just Mortal Kombat, and it rocks. Um, yeah. Zeta uh, Re- Remy Ramier Ramir Zeta Ramir. That's what it Z- is. Yeah. There Zeta it is. Ramir. Um. Yeah. I'll um. I really like that Tony like lost this match because she like got cocky. She was like gonna setting up the for the Storm Zero and then was like, nope, Super Storm Zero time. Yeah. Like and lost because of that. Like it keep like it doesn't like you know hurt her so much as if she had just like lost because of the distraction. Like she had the match won, and we all know that. Yeah, exactly. And then like then you gotta see like somebody do something really cool. And also furthers the Zoe Stark feud, and I think I think Tony and Zoe, especially if they give them a good amount of time, not just on a pre-show, are going to have a really fucking catch. Zoe gets better every fucking time she's in there. Mm-hmm. She's, she's fucking cool. I like her. I do too. She like has a different look too. Like she's built like, um, like you see the like small bodybuilder women. Yeah. Like she she's like that. Like she's like her biceps are like terrifying, but she's like still small. Like it's it's just cool. Like and she just has a different look. Like she does. She's not like traditional like blonde bombshell beauty, but she's still like really attractive and but then looks like super Fucking strong badass. and badass. Yeah, like it's just a cool different look. And I just like her move set a lot. Like mm-hmm. just in the ring, every like she just does cool stuff. Mm-hmm. I it would love actually. I just thought about this. Her versus Sheeta would be a cool brawl. That would be. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, speaking of Sheeta, um, is she still AEW Women's Champion? There's no yeah. way to know. Okay. Um, so I had every intention of watching this entire episode of AEW. Then my internet cut out during the Orange Cassidy Penta match, so I gave up. Um, but Hangman Page versus Brian Cage. There's too many people on the show versus with the Christian same names. Cage versus Ethan Page. Yeah, honestly, that would be a fun one-off like tag team match. DDP is ref. Yeah, Page versus Cage. Page in the cage. Yeah, in a cage. Master versus the Cage Master. Yeah. Um, But but yeah, Brian Cage beat him. Beat him like a fucking job guy. I mean, granted, like the the whole gimmick was he jumped him before the powerbomb on the fucking ramp, which I couldn't. That could not have fucking felt good at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, beat him like a job guy, which is like so weird because it's like, I don't know what they're doing with Adam Page because like, um, they, I think they don't want him to be number one contender because they don't want him to lose. Um, But he, he hasn't, but he's number one, like he's t- number one in the rankings. So they have to give him a loss. This is why the fucking rankings is like, we'll, we'll get to it here in a minute. Too. Okay. But it pisses me off. It's like either do the rankings or fucking don't. Like and if you're gonna do them, like you, that, that's like you yeah. book this. This is fake. Make it so then, like he just isn't wrestling that many matches, or it's mm. like doing like multi-man stuff with like Dark Order or whatever. Yeah. Like I, I, uh. I, I just thought of a fix for it. Like literally this moment, have the rankings be like a sports season where like they don't matter until a certain time. Like say like at this one pay per view in. You know, whenever, like, say all, like, all out. What at all out? Whoever's number one in the rankings, automatic title shot. 
Yeah, like that, like, I, that that should be it. It's like, oh, like, and it all goes down to, like, we're all playing, like, or even do it, like, reset at every pay-per-view. Like, that's your hmm. playoff. Or, so like, you, have, have it be, like, okay, top four in the rankings are in a mini tournament or, like, a fatal four-way to be number one contender. Like, that way, you're not, you're not held to it. Like, you're not, like, you still have ways out that don't, you know, job out your own gimmick. Yeah, because, like, if you think about it, with the rankings, when you're number one, that means you're the number one contender. That's legitimately what it is. Mm. In that division, you are legitimately number one. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I'm just going to skip one. ahead. I'm just going to skip ahead. Fucking Daniels and Kazarian are the number one contenders, and they're getting put into a, ma- a four-way tag match to determine the challengers, but, like, to determine the number one contender. Yeah. It's like, no, they are number one contender. <laughs> yeah. Why are they in this match? Unless you <laughs> make it make so sense. that, yeah, unless you make it so like, oh, hey, top four are in this, ma- like, unless you have to make it the thing. Like, you can't just, like, have it be both ways whenever you feel like it. Makes it. me so mad. Also, because mm-hmm. they're in kind of great promo, but also, they've been number one contenders for months. And they just I feel like they've been number been one contenders they- since they lost the titles a year and a half ago or whenever. Yeah. And it's like they've just been wrestling like on dark and elevation. It's like okay, like they're number one, but like who the fuck have they been? Like, I don't think it counts that they beat Aaron Solo and fucking Nick Camarado. Change <laughs> the schedule, man. It's weak sauce. Yeah, exactly. You should get the BCS in here. <laughs> Honestly, that, that could at least make some fucking sense out of it if they had a committee. The fact that the BCS makes more sense than AEW. <laughs> No, this is honestly almost like college fucking football, though. It's like they're the number one team. It's like, oh, we still got to vote on who's in again. <laughs> yeah, like there were years even before before the BCS, remember, where it was literally just voted on and there were co-national champions based on the different polls. Like, yeah, um, AP one and like all that the shit. Coach, AP and coaches, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, let's keep going. Uh, but I, um, I do like the... This, I like that Kate just fucking beat him. Like, if you're mm-hmm. going to beat somebody, like, that's the gimmick, then you fucking beat him. Mm-hmm. That's it. And he beat him like a job guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Elite showed up in a limo. Uh, Gallows is wearing a stupid hat. They're and all, that's their, Anderson that's their had gimmicks. no pants. They're all wearing dumb hats and dingly earrings. Oh, so they're mm-hmm. like, they're just fans of Amy Sherman Palladino. That's a reference just, no one will get. I'm sorry. I do. Oh, okay, tight. They're fans of Deshaun. I hate her. <laughs> um, yeah, it's whatever. I hate Kenny Omega so much, so he's I doing do his job well. I, I loved him during the segment when, like, I all the details are getting vague on me, but, like, there was a match going on, and he kept sending goons out and stuff like Like, I liked the way he, like, he was being an obnoxious heel in that. Like, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that he has goons and referred to him as such. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was Nakazawa. That's what it was. It was a Nakazawa yeah. match. Like, MT Nakazawa. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, I like that he has goons and referred to. He's like, you, you can't just fight me. You got to fight one of my goons first. Yeah, he's I like, like that. Oh, did you think I just had one goon? And like, it was doing shit like that. Like, I really. Who that's was the direction other, with this character? I liked it. Who was his I other liked. goon? Who did he send out? God, I guess I it might be on here. Um, uh, Matt and Mike Seidel fought Matt and Nick, Matt and Mike Jackson. That's <laughs> uh, Mike Jackson. Brothers versus brothers. Mike Seidel. I think, that, 
I hate I think his be tattoos. Yeah, they're awful. Also, I think him and Matt would be like the most insufferable fucking people to ever hang out with. Him, worse them than, versus the Voros twins. Worse than the Bucks? Yes. Wow. Okay, so I've watched some shoot interviews with Matt Seidel, and I uh-huh. used to really like him. And I still think he's a fantastic wrestler. But he's just also kind of a huge asshole. And all like just his like, he's a very like, quote unquote, like, open third eye white guy oh mm. okay he went and did ayahuasca and a bunch of shit like that and, and like then his fucking brother just look at him his <laughs> the yoga monster or whatever he calls himself yeah mm. i wish that matt's fucking nickname was yoga so they would be yoga mats <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. but they would just be super insufferable and probably just rika patchouli <laughs> yeah um it was fun and to watch and if you were flying to Planet RVD with them, they would they would not throw in their share. <laughs> no. Um, this is where SCU came out after the match. The Young Bucks beat Matt and Mike. Of course they did. I I wonder if SCU has like really appreciated the irony of their gimmick being like calling the each town they go to the worst town they've ever been in, and now they've been stuck in the worst town in the world for over a year. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> um, so this next match, Penta El Zero M versus Orange Cassidy. I was very excited for it because of the promo that they cut. Um, it's just truly uh, Chuck and Trent f- being th- like insane. Like yeah. I am going to hide in a claw machine that's made out of plexiglass, and then I'm going to push that glass, and it's going to be right on your skeleton lips. And then I'm going to post a picture on Instagram stories and regular Instagram. It's I've watched it 20 times this week. I love it so much. And it's like, I don't need to watch the show to get them because I get all the best stuff on Twitter. But I just, all I do... AEW for me is the best friend show and the Eddie Kingston show. That's what I root for. And it's like what I'm hyped on. And yeah, anyway, I missed this match because my internet went out. <clears throat> so it started out like with some house show comedy stuff, which was great. Um, they did, I don't know, like part comedy. They did part other shit like indie match. Penta is starting, like, somebody pointed it out, and it is starting to get annoying. Like, it feels like it's more about getting over his fucking, like, haunts than it is now about wrestling. That's then, like, then, like, the glove thing, just, like, everything Mm. like that. Just, it's all building to that. Um, I didn't like that it ended, like, like, with the, they did a destroyer that then Cassidy pops right back up and then hits his move and wins. I don't like, like, stuff like that, like, is a little... That's a little That's a little too indie for TV. Yeah. <laughs> and then Alex Abrahentes is really good at his job. I like him. He's uh his translator just talks shit. He's he's hopefully he doesn't like you know hopefully they don't push it too far. Like mm. right now it's it's in a good spot. Leave it leave it where it is. Let let it just continue. Don't push it super hard and ruin it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, we had a parlay. 
I didn't watch this. I didn't either. Uh, I watched part of it, um, but I didn't pay attention. So fair enough. I I just this would just make me realize though. We I wonder if when Pe- this all actually started for Penta, the trying to get over gimmicks too much thing was when Jericho stole his his suit and, and attacked Kenny Omega. It infected him with the, with the Jericho virus. <laughs> and it takes true. a while for it to like really. It's know, the Judas really virus. Yeah, it's it the is Judas the Judas effect. effect. <laughs> yeah, that is, there it is. The Judas in his mind is Chris Jericho, who lives inside there now. Yeah. Oh, no. Um, Michael Nakazawa's in the ring. Eddie MT Kingston, Nakazawa. MT Nakazawa. Sorry. Uh, Eddie Kingston comes out, and um, I made my roommate shut up so I could wa- listen to him talk. Um. <laughs> He was like, I don't know. I just, he can say anything and I love it. What is that? He's like Norm MacDonald. He just says words and I think it's funny. Eddie Kingston is like <laughs> Norm MacDonald. Yes. Can that and be Norm- the title of the episode? <laughs> I'm literally writing it down on the notepad I have with uh, episode title ideas. I decided to start doing that this week. What's a Norm, Norm McDonald isn't funny, but the way he says things is funny. His delivery is really good. And like but that's what I feel. he says is funny. That's what, how I feel about Eddie Kingston. Um, he just wanted... Uh, he wanted... He wanted Kenny. It's like, Kenny, I don't like you, basically. Um, but yeah, it was a little segment. And then uh, Kenny's Eddie's tweet where he was like, I have no idea why I said bro last night. I'm disgusted. That is some 95 shit. That was great. That's all. I love Eddie Kingston. I love John Moxley. I want them to both kick Kenny Omega in the head at the same time. Who does that? The stereo super kicks. Oh, that's Young Bucks, huh? Young Bucks. Mm. Who does? No, DIY has that cool one. They do the super kick in a knee. Yeah, yeah. I want them to do that, <laughs> but none of them can do that. <laughs> anyway, what else about this show? Um, I was just thinking Kingston and Moxley. I don't even the match would be great, but that's not even what I really want to see. I wanted to see promo segments between them and Thatcher and Champa. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, was fucking who did QT Marshall fight? Uh, I don't know Cody. Co- Cody. No, no that's that was next the, week. That was the that, no, that was the fight. Like the afterwards. factory versus oh. the nightmare family. Yeah, there it is. The factory versus the family. Aaron Solo, Nick Camarado, and was it QT Marshall versus who the fuck else was in this? Was it fucking Guns or something? I don't um, Lee Johnson, Billy Lee Gunn, Johnson Dustin Rhodes, there. and Lee Johnson. Yeah, Lee Johnson. What a fucking name! <laughs> Whenever I'm talking about geeks in fucking AEW, I always say Lee Johnson and Aaron Solo. I feel bad because they're probably guys. They're geeking it up, in the- but they just like they just it just reeks of geek. <laughs> uh, we also had Chris Stantlander versus Penelope Ford. It was it was fun. Okay. OC was out there and everybody, everybody was waiting for Miro to come out and he didn't come out during this. Yeah. Um, what else happened on this fucking show? You have uh, Darby Allen versus 10. Oh yeah. That's the main Ten event. Ha- 
Yeah, Ten had a good promo and everything. They made it like you know about him wanting to honor Brody and that the TNT title is the number one for them, and that Brody handpicked him to be in there. Then he just goes on and loses. Mm-hmm. It also Which is going to happen, but it just like kind of makes it like a little bit of a kick to the dick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and <clears throat> every Darby match to me is starting to feel exactly the same. Like him getting beat up, just getting the shit kicked out of him, and then winning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does. He does take a hell of a beating, though. I will say, he takes one fucking hell of a beating. He does. I just like wish against someone like ten, like. He sh- it shouldn't be as much of an underdog thing. Like it's weird to me that it's an underdog thing, no matter who he fights, but still wins. That's true. I mean, and like, yeah, ten ten's bigger and can throw him around and all this shit. But also, it's just like you need to fucking like let your champion be your champion. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when Ray was world world heavyweight champion. Yeah, it's true. Fuck. Oh, okay. This was another thing here. Uh, Jade Cargill kind of promo saying that it's like. All these managers want to sign her, but then they want, but she doesn't want to give up her money. But then she's like, "Well, who should I sign with? They better come with a like good offer." It's like, "Well, you said you you handle your own business, so then don't have a manager." Yeah, like, like to me, that that just didn't make any sense. Um, trying to see, talk about the parlay. Uh, blah blah blah. Oh, so fucking. The QT Marshall match happens, and they're really trying to get over Anthony Agogo with the fucking his punch, which is fine. He's an Olympic mm. boxer; it makes sense. Um, and then Agogo fucking hit John Lee Johnson with a punch, and then he just rolls in, and Marshall just rolls in on top and fucking pins him. And then, like, they do this giant attack, and. For whatever reason, QT Marshall was able to steal Cody's bus. And I don't know how that fucking happens. Mm. And then they just fight on the bus. And then he puts him in a figure four leg lock on the bus. Because I guess that's going to hurt more because you're so elevated above the ground. I guess. I don't understand why that was a thing. But whatever. I'm, yeah. I just don't give a fuck about QT Marshall. <laughs> and, People are saying he's trying to do like a Tony Soprano thing, and that's why he's wearing those shirts. He just looks like a fucking bowling dad, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Um, should we talk about Blood and Guts since it's essentially a pay per view? Yeah, so next week for Blood and Guts. Okay. Is- I got I got it pulled up. Okay. We got SoCal, we got a four way tag team match. That we talked about, kind of, but it's so Why censored. Why fucking Varsity Blondes and the Acclaimed in there? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it does not. Alright. So Cal Censored, Jurassic Access, Varsity Blondes, and the Acclaimed. Yep. Y- yeah. I Whoever I... wins gets to fight the, the Bucks, I guess. Whoever wins is apparently the number one contenders. But so is SoCal Uncensored winning because they already are the number one contenders? Or this and, is their way out of that match, like one or the other. Like It might know. be their way out of it because the next match that SoCal Uncensored loses in a tag team match, they're no longer going to be a team. I don't know if they want to break them up just yet. Yeah. It, yeah. I didn't need uh, Britt Baker versus TBA? Uh, TBA is great. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Kenny and MT Nakazawa, that's what it is here, uh, versus John Moxley and Eddie Kingston in a tag match. Is this how Kenny gets a loss? Do you think yeah. they'll give yeah. him a loss here? Yeah, they're, I think they're setting up Kingston versus Omega just to fucking pass some time. As As much as I love... Eddie Kingston, that's going to be a boring-ass match. Because Kenny won't be able to do any of his cool shit. He can't pick up Kingston. Yeah, he can. Yeah, he can. He 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 picked up... Um, oh, why... The, Michael Elgin, like he... Okay, okay. Yeah, shithead Michael Elgin. Like, he picked him up before. Um... I just because basically we're just waiting for Hangman to take it off Kenny. That's the thing, right? Or Christian, Maybe. I guess. But the, so I don't know what's next after this. I guess it's Christian. I don't know. Maybe who? I don't necessarily know that they do. So. Yeah, that's true. We got Cody Rhodes versus QT Marshall. Who could <laughs> care? Cody, not me. Uh, and then the blood and guts match, which is the inner circle versus the pinnacle. Who <laughs> could care? I I concur. <laughs> There's gonna be so much blood. How many guts mm-hmm. though? Only two. Is someone gonna like cut someone's stomach open? We're gonna see guts. No, they're just <gasps> gonna be playing an episode of Nickelodeon. That's what cuts. I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Jericho's gonna shit himself. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, that's AEW. That's wrestling for the week. Y'all wanna y'all wanna answer some questions from our friends and fans? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. Make sure to keep those things distinct though. If you like us, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, you have to let us know if it's a friend or a fan. Um, this is from uh uh Flighty Buttlass on Twitter. Um I would say I, I don't I would say I don't friend. Mind. I don't know yeah. if they listen to us. I don't. I don't know either. But uh, they make uh, really sick stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. They shout were very out. nice when we met them at Stark. I really wish yeah. I could have met them. Yeah, but their pins are on my jacket. Yeah, it rocks. If you had to be killed by a wrestler, who would you want, and how do you want them to do it? Um, I want Undertaker to encase me in the cement like he did Paul Bear. Mm, that's pretty good. Eaten by the Great Kali. Ooh, no, that's also a good one. Uh, <laughs> I want Yoshirai to moonsault me, do a moonsault on me, and then, I don't know, cut my throat or something. That's how I would die. I don't think a moonsault would kill me. If a moonsault could kill me, that'd be sick. Hers, if anyone's could, hers is pretty fucking stiff, the way she <laughs> leads with those knees. Um, let's see, what else? I mean, maybe Kane setting me on fire. I want to go out in a classic way like that. Yeah. In in a drunken car crash and then Triple H has sex with you. Yeah. That's the, that's the way I want to go out. I'd want Bret Hart to uh, talk me to death. He just puts me in the sharpshooter and then does not stop talking about himself. Yeah, that's how I want to go out. <laughs> Hit by a car by LAX. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Yeah, Kingston runs me over. There it is. <laughs> um, this is from Bryson, a uh, foe and fan. Um, 
Shit. <laughs> Shout out, Bryson. I'm glad you're doing better. Um, like shit. If you could switch lives with anyone else in the podcast for a week, who would it be and why? Hmm. Not, I mean, not being diabetic for a week. Instant, <laughs> instant win. It's true. I mean, I could say why for all three of you. Uh, for Zach, it would be nice to understand what uh, the non-binary experience is like. Um, for Isai... Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> for Isai, it would be cool to be like, actually want to watch as much wrestling as Isai does. <laughs> um, and for Matt, I just want to... I want to know how it's how his brain works, that he's such a like genuine, nice human being. I want to know how that's very true. Like, I agree with those. But I mean, Derek, you like you're you're fine, too. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. No, I mean, you own a house. You have a cool career. You have cool roommates. You got a good life. Like, it's just you got yourself put together a lot more than I do. <laughs> so. Um, uh, I, I really want to see how Matt's positivity works. I, I think Matt is the winner. Like, it's not just that he's not here, yeah. so it's like yeah. less awkward to choose him. Um, it, Matt's, it's Matt is the obvious answer. It's just like that yeah. that, that that positivity. Mm-hmm. Like that's like what like I would just want to. In I'd want to know in most aspects of his life. Like Matt's just a genuine little sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. And his I would, head was in the 99th percentile. Yeah. <laughs> and I would say this to his face, too. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what would you choose to have Vice talk about in the next season of Dark Side of the Ring? Whole season on Vince. Be easy to do. <laughs> um, there's just so much shit that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like... So much, trying to think of, like... I mean, it's supposed to be the Dark Side of the Ring... Uh, Herb Abrams is like the least depressing one. That's still pretty fucking depressing. It just has some levity because it was <laughs> he was so weird. Yeah, that's a good one. That was um, a good one. I don't know. There's just a lot. There's just a lot that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, like honestly, like even I don't want. I wouldn't want them to do it because I wouldn't want to pry into their lives that much. But I am fascinated in a way, like a dark way of like. Pages that like the bad part of Paige's life, oh, and like, yeah. because I'd want, like, if anything, to see the redemption story afterwards, but like, you know, and and truly how rough it was with Del Rio, and like that, like, I don't actually want them to make that, but that is a story where I'm like, because I'm glad of like she came out of the other side and is doing so well, mm-hmm. you know, she had a fucking movie made about her. Um, like, an interesting one would be the people who were released and treated like shit. Like Zelina or uh, like you'd have to it wouldn't be an episode on one of these people. It'd have to be like a collection because I don't know if there could be enough of on, an episode. Basically just on the yeah, on future endeavors. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what it would be like. Have to be about. I mean, I don't want this dude to get any promotion, but a Teddy Hart episode would be fascinating. That's the actually no. That's the one. That's the <laughs> one I want, um, because his story is so fucking wild. He was the youngest person ever signed to a WWE. 
was younger than Jeff. He was eighteen. Yeah, Jeff lied about his age and wasn't actually under a contract. Oh, until okay, okay. After he was eighteen. Yeah, she was eighteen years old and signed to a damn, and he got fired because he was Teddy Hart, and then got signed again and got fired, <laughs> and he is Teddy Hart, and like just like he is, he so fucking good is the thing he could do unbelievable things he understands wrestling because i mean he came from the fucking like one of the most famous wrestling families is fucking everybody around him was wrestlers Mm -hmm. like he understands it he was really fucking good could do unbelievable things in the ring and he was just the biggest piece of shit and just believed his own height eddie hurts real motherfucker Mm -hmm. as he once said I still watch that promo and I still try to decide what he's really talking about. The one I can't figure it out. The Wendy's one? Yeah. It's great. Gabe that's part of Gabe's culture. Not culture, but like I know what you is aesthetic. It's part of his vernacular is that yeah. promo. Um, um Dynamite Kid would be another good episode. They're doing, they're doing one it. They are? Okay, well, there we go. Just him threatening to kill his wife and fucking holding a gun and she'd wake up with a gun in her face and he'd pull the trigger and be empty. He's like, next time it might be loaded. Like, Jesus. Like, that's um, real life. Yeah. And then from our friend, Dr. Blurg, Emma, Emma rocks. Uh, what's cooler, a raccoon or a possum? Raccoon. Raccoons are cooler. Possums are nicer. Uh, but Isai, do you know who my favorite possum is? That's the one from Goofy movie. Yeah, Lester. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say possums because the Goofy movie rocks, and I thought one day a raccoon was gonna no, murder it, me. It was. It was. But it's not. It's not better. It's cooler. Raccoons are cool. Yeah. They yeah. Are. That's true. They are. Possums cooler. are like definitively uncool, and that's why I love them. Yeah. They're, they're I, nice. They're, 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 they're the nicer ones, whereas like you got the bad boy. It's true. I I follow a very good Twitter account which is called Possums Every Hour, and that's all it is. It's just a picture <laughs> of a possum every single hour. Um, which new Dark Side of the Ring episode are you most excited to watch, Nick Gage? Uh, Dynamite Kid. I forgot all the episodes. All right, be, we got a two on Brian Pillman, uh, Nick Gage, Collision in Korea, Becoming Warrior, In the Shadow of Grizzly Smith, and the Dynamite Kid. Oh, actually, no, the the Collision in Korea one. Yeah, today. that one actually, like that's abs- so fast. That's the kind of thing that is so fascinating to me. It's about a, a the largest attend, like, most watched or largest attended wrestling event ever at the time that was held in North Korea with WCW. And New Japan. And Muhammad Ali was also there. Wow. Um, We forgot to talk about something in wrestling. Uh, That's all for for questions. Uh, uh, John Moxley is fighting Yuji Nagata. Oh, yeah. That's happening. I mean, I know he's an old man, but... It's weird that it's on Dynamite. Yeah. Well, apparently... an IWGP belt. Apparently he's fighting him at a New Japan show this weekend, too. Um, It's a tag match with Dickinson and... um, Is it Dickinson and Moxley versus Nagata and Red Narita? I think so. I think that's what I heard. Um, I I want Shoto Amino to 
come Shooter. join Mo- Mox in, in Kingston. I just thought about that. I want Shooter to join them. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for the questions. That just came into my head and I had to blurt it out. Uh, oh, um, and uh, Zach, you just brought this up. Yeah. Drake Younger. Oh. <laughs> I cannot believe that. Mo- like, I can, but just I can't believe anyone would be so fucking stupid to have be wearing their like a, something with their employer on it doing shit like that like, like even if he, he like I, he was I, doing it backstage yeah like i try wholeheartedly believe that he believes in this stuff like mm-hmm. that he like that he has been convinced by this absolutely by jim and whack. ron watkins yeah like this conspiracy theory shit like and i i i, I feel for people who fall into that shit yeah you know like be, like uh it, because usually like there's other things like tied up in it you know like whether it's like you know mental illness or just like not having the like being able to discern that kind of shit like there's there's usually contributing factors into falling for that kind of shit just being vulnerable yeah in that well, way I but read, at the same time like holy shit i read some interesting stuff so apparently he was a big pwg guy uh people People loved him, like Janella and all these other people. And then he did a lot of drugs. He was an addict. And there's a big, big thing with this addicts. Before, he, he was doing drugs and everything when he was like in CZW. That's before like, he got clean, like with his P2B. Okay, okay. But like when he went to WWE, like a thing addicts do is they search for something else to be addicted to. And mm-hmm. his was this theory apparently and like i don't know some there were some people who had like joey janela had some interesting things to say and like a lot of like he used to be a cool dude yeah apparently he was like one of the nicest people like in wrestling and like there, like even when he was like an addict like everybody just said they loved drake and uh, he was just like it was just awesome like it was like a cool redemption story like, this death match guy who was just like, fucked up on drugs like gets clean goes to pwg like gets like like super cool and everything's like really nice and he gets signed as a referee job. You're like, God damn, hell yeah, go Drake. And that's how I was. I was fucking stoked for him. And then all this stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He basically, we didn't say what happened. He went on a ramp to a bunch of politicians about uh, the mask mandate and it being a uh, cover for, um, uh, for pedophiles and sex traffickers. Yeah. And they love wearing masks. Yeah. It's a, it's a scary. Well, he's like, I mean, that's what really especially made me like, I feel bad for him when seeing like the genuine like emotion on his face when like saying this shit. Like yeah. he was crying. Like yeah. he was like, he believes this. Like yeah. he believes that this is like a, a good cause. Like this is like his holy crusade to like save the children, you know? Like, and like, if it was real, it's a great cause, but it's... Well, that's what makes it, like, such... That's what makes this shit, like, so... One, so dangerous, and two, like, why it's taken off the way it is. Like, it's actually... Think about, like, wrestling psychology. The best heels are heels that make good points mm-hmm. and, like, don't know their heels. They're doing something... They're doing something um, that you could excuse and like probably actually is true and has good reasons, but they're doing it the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And they're like, and you know, saving kids from sex trafficking is a good cause. And that's what like lures people in. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just all the facts that are being presented around it 
are so dangerous and so wrong. Mm-hmm. Like that's that, and that that's what makes it like. Look at most cults; they like offer something legit and then mm-hmm. do it through a way that is like not legit. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. It's yeah, it's a that's, bummer, and yeah, it, it's it, it makes it like to your point that it makes it like almost like you can't. Like, it makes it like it's impossible to fight because like what are you gonna say? Like to people who are like, oh, save the children, even though like you know it's just the first step in the conspiracy theories with you and all this shit. Mm-hmm. It's like we're gonna say, no, don't save the children. It's like it's a good way to to really kind of mind fuck people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the like that classic like you know the logical trap of like asking someone have they stopped beating their wife? Like you know that's like like it's because if you say no. Oh, so you still beat your wife? Like, or you say yes? Oh, so you used to beat your wife? Like, there's like they you they they get people stuck in like logic traps that they aren't smart enough to get out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I don't know if you guys have watched like any of the like Q documentaries. I not have. yet. Great stuff. Um, very interesting. It's like that's what they're doing. Like the especially like a lot of these people who like believe this stuff. Like they're preying on like these people who are like searching for something mm-hmm. who like who want and also gives them a sense of being of doing something that's greater than just themselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's fucking like, it really like, it's like brainwashing what it is. Mm-hmm. What are you searching for? Wait, wait, that's sound of fear, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, but you know, there's a t- there's a tie. Um, anyways, that's the show. Thanks for listening, y'all. Rock. Um, and Russell Boys three sixteen says, "Don't let the man bring you down." Take that, Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>